Uh, ben. You need your toy up here, Ben. You need your, you need, you want to go with me in the car? Come on.
Got a little verse for today. <clears throat> There's no division. <clears throat> There's only one thing. And uh, right now, I'm trying to get my throat clear here to be able to <clears throat> go. It's kind of a rough night with the. <sighs> but, um, you know, we're continuing on. Be careful for nothing. But in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And um, I think the key phrase here is be careful for nothing. Like don't, don't think it's too big or too small for God. Don't, 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 you know, don't be careful, just let it out. Prayer is really just honest conversation with God. It's really what it is. And um, I was just you know, going back over the past... And um, as I'm getting ready to leave the past, and considering the bullying um, and the gang stalking and the gaslighting, that was kind of a constant theme um, with people that are on that other side. Because and people say, "Well, how can they all be coordinated and whatnot?" And it's because. Well, this pillow is in Ben's way. He wants to. He maybe two weeks ago you fit in that chair, but now he's gotten he's gotten bigger. But that pillow is, you know, you know he's got to go somewhere else. These pillows are always in the way. All right, there's Ben's. What a good boy. He fits in there. Um. Yep. That dog's covering me in the night. I think Molly came to me last night to try to comfort me because, you know, figuring I was upset at, you know, considering the the trauma, you know, letting the trauma out. I think the worst trauma was seeing the conforming of the youth to Satan. That means every the, the whole thing of society of the society I was in anyway. And um, and then having them become the gang stalkers and gaslighters uh, on you if you decide, you know, to live your life the way you want or you don't agree with them. It, and I was thinking of this, like, screaming authoritarianism. You know, you don't agree with me! Line him up to be shot! <laughs> you know, which is now coming to the fore, Right? You don't agree with the with the Democrat Uniparty, uh, you know, Gitmo forever. You'll never get a trial. And I'm kind of I'm I'm you know since it's so ubiquitous, you know, it. But my own life has been a prophecy, not just Zed, which is the end of you know the end of things, right? With a name like that, Z E D, you know, that's the end of things, right? I always have been at the end of things. I don't know why that is. Not surprised to see it here. Um, but how they become you know, extensions of their parents. Not rebels at all. In fact, they'll, they'll conform themselves into looking more like their parents. And um, they realize that the uh, kind of sinners that they are are being shaped by their parents. You know, there's the restaurants and the clubs and the, the ball games, and you want to be a part of all that, don't you? 
just get the jab. No, I mean, it's a, just join Satan. And, um, you know, and that means inherent with that is attack, mock, drive anyone else, anyone that disagrees to suicide. That is everything, everywhere, all the time. Meaning everyone. Then, after you've done that, they can all pretend to be free and they can go to church. They could pretend all they want in a pretend society that is nothing more than a cracked mirror. Nothing more than a bunch of noise. What did the bard say? Signifying nothing. A waste of time, your society. A waste of people, your society. A waste of energy, your society. And now look, it's crumbling. As I predicted it would. Because nothing can stand that is is as corrupt as you. So the youth change and they become the bullies. It doesn't matter why, but they target you. And the intention is to lead you to suicide with the idea that, well, if you're not with us, you see you've got no chance. You might as well jump off that building. At least, you know, have honor. You have failed, Harry Carey. When the ones who succeed are always the ones who buck the system. Always the black sheep are the good. And yes, they always die young most of the time. Because the society being evil won't allow them to thrive. They will take away every decent thing and ruin their reputation until there's nothing left. Except a noose. I hope you feel proud of yourselves. You know? You know, all you who comprise (laughs) uh, polite society, all those of you who who thrived in that system, uh, you got the big warning, the big D. The big D said the big D. Yes. (laughs) The idea of a recession for you people is too light a punishment. The next thing you're going to get is a depression. <clears throat> Let's see how you like that. Let's see how you like that. Because you know it's coming. Why? Because you're, the people of this forsaken, dung country, they don't learn. You know, there isn't one way. And they've still, <clears throat> excuse my froggy throat, they still have this idea they can have a uniparty, say, on the Democrat side. And they'll be the authoritarian. And anything else, uh, we're just going to eventually round up. And No, that's not going to work either. You know, but I agree, yes, there is a uniparty called Satan. And nobody has to believe it. The people at the top worship Lucifer. You know, the very t- your top guys. And they do their satanic rituals and they worship Lucifer, and they observe days and times on the calendar, and 
you know, that, and, and what it means for orgies and sex and child abuse and, and murder because you need blood sacrifice or it's not Satanism. We all know that. And that's been throughout my life. I <laughs> You need more than a few hands to count them on. All the ones who have been, you know, uh, one, one of the... I remember it was producer Mike was telling me about, uh, you know, this one guy they said was a ritual and he, he died on the freeway. But it was like this like sort of black magic group, you know, was there a blood sacrifice involved? There may have been with the targeting of that individual. Now, I, I don't really talk about that much, you know, and um, about the sort of magical side, the black magic side, the... Because, you know, it's all tied in with organized crime and it's all tied in with, you know, it's all tied in together. It's just like one, you know, you open up one page or another chapter, another chapter, it's all the same, it's all blended together. And that is, you know, the top of the of the chain is the ritual sacrifice, which, you know, okay, so you say, well, where's that? Well, a lot of times we call that war is a ritual sacrifice. Abortion is a ritual sacrifice, which the, the the head witches will tell you that, who are like, you know, Planned Parenthood people, you know, employees and stuff. They will tell you that that's what it is. The abortion doctors will tell you that's what they're doing. Okay? Can you hear me out there, Trish? I would love to know if my microphone is on. Is anybody conscious? Is anybody conscious? Is anybody conscious? Is there anybody conscious? Is anybody awake? Is anybody awake? Yes. Okay. Sorry, I just... You know, that happens sometimes. You leave the mic closed. And and so, you know, what I described in the beginning was the whole world. And, you know, could show how, you know, ritual sacrifices and ritual abuse would occur worldwide and facilitated by the gang stalkers who are working for this side. And the reason that it seems supernatural is because they all get possessed or taken over. In other words, they can take you over and then drop you, and you don't know what happened. You have no memory of it. Okay, so they can do this with a group of people and sick that group on a targeted individual, which would be anybody that does not fit in to the plan. And the plan is to conform all humans. And so you see the same plan being played out with their vaccines, with the pandemic, with the lockdowns. You see the externalization of what they call, you know, what uh, Madame Blavatsky would call the externalization of the hierarchy. Or what, uh, you know, Aleister Crowley might say. The externalization of the hierarchy, uh, that which is hidden, the pyramid is really hidden. It's a hidden construct that does also signify uh, human society and a human uh, historical record, if you will, of uh, a progression to the ascension, 
which is promised to all good Satanists, should they decide to serve Satan, meaning, and how do you serve Satan? You serve Satan by killing every human being on earth. Or vowing to, whether you do it or not. You, know, you, you vow to uh, destroy that which human made or anything of human, ultimately, because Satan's entire goal has always been the destruction of humanity, is the goal of most fallen angels, because, uh, you know, humans were made in the image of God, and the destiny of human is to be the tabernacle of the Most High God, which kind of leaves behind Satan and the angels and everybody else. So there's that built in. And then, of course, the need to establish yourself as Lucifer, above the Most High God. You know, and the problem with that is, but Lucifer can't create. I told you, these people are not builders. They can't build. If you can't build, you can't exactly be a creator. Now, can you? So, that's there. This is just a no-brainer. And this Klaus Schwab showing up, uh, He's, uh, you know, um, the extension, like, I guess it would be Adolf Hitler 2.0, along with all the other Nazis, which are the Gates and the, all the families and the, you know. Behind the scenes, I understand they like to dress up in World War II Nazi outfits and speak German to each other in secret secret meetings. <laughs> yes, because you see the final solution is what's coming, is the New World Order. That's what Hitler envisioned in Mein Kampf. You know, this is the, the New World, you know, led by the Superman, the super being, who happens to be white. <laughs> and all white people today are, you know, considered mongrels. We're talking about the pure whiteness, the real white devil, baby. You hadn't seen him but even the blackest black guy who's in that club will eventually become that white devil. Uh, it's inevitable. And they can play all their silly games about, you know, eliminate whitey and get rid of the white race by, you know, <laughs> exalt the black race. All this is silly. This is just like playing with, with, with you know, playing with mud and throwing mud on each other. None of this means anything. These class struggles and race struggles, they're meaningless. The only thing that means anything is what the children of the Most High say, do, or think. Not what the Satanist says about the children of the Most High or about anything. Everything that they say doesn't matter because everything they say is a lie. So... Or has lies within it, you know. It has to be deciphered. Therefore, they say nothing. So all that really matters is what a child of God thinks about a situation or how you feel about those bullies in high school, whatever, who, who basically, when they changed to not being like friends and playing war and cowboys and Indians or whatever you're playing, when they changed and they were sexualized because to be initiated in the ritual you have to be sexualized 
when they changed, they became their parents, and they start off with the gang stalking and gaslighting and bullying, you know, to round up the, those who disagree. And wouldn't Satan have that plan? And wouldn't that plan be bestowed upon the parents? And wouldn't the parents be in charge of making sure that the children are inculcated with that particular mission? And isn't that where the bullying happens in the first place? That leads to many suicides, especially in teenage years. And each one of those suicides is, is satanic ritual abuse. Each one is a ritual. I, I hate to use that term because it's, it, it was discredited in the 80s, satanic ritual abuse, but it is a very good term. Satanic abuse, satanic ritual, and then abuse, it, you know, in the sense that children are abused also, you know, and, but, but most children are consenting. And this is something that you don't hear. Most of the children that, you know, that I knew in my life, they had already consented by the time they were eight years old to serve this beast and to go after those who were the black sheeps and the mavericks and the disagreeers who would not give their souls over. And then that was policed by witches and they were the ones, you know, stir, not stirring the pot, but doing rituals and spells and hexes on those people that did not agree to make sure they never get to adulthood. So this <clears throat> is the essence of gang stalking. This is where it comes from. And the way it works as a hive is because there's multiple possession of the same spirit. And so they could each begin and end each other's sentences in that case. And they give themselves over to it because that's how they work their way up in the ranks. You get a few kills under your belt, which most people have to get before they get to college, at least a suicide. Or you're not going to be worth your salt. You're not going to be moving up the ladder in society. And remember, the whole goal is to have the great position in polite society in your church, in your synagogue, in your temple, in your city council, in your government, in your businesses, in your lives. So that's why it's everything, everywhere, all at once. It's everyone. Except for one group and for various diverge, for diverging reasons. And that group is the group of, you know, black sheep, mavericks. But most of the people in this group are children of the Most High God, many of whom, whom don't realize that yet, but they eventually do or they perish. And it's, it's a real conundrum because you would think that a child of the Most High God should be a leader of society. <clears throat> and be like, well, of course a ch child of the Most High God would have, you know, common sense, you know, good plans, good decisions, would take everything in prayer and counsel, is not afraid to be, uh, you know, rebuked for something if they're doing something wrong, is not afraid of criticism, is able to, uh, you know, not take a lot of that personally and to keep moving on. You know, all, all those good traits 
are already in the children of the Most High God because they have to take the world basically shitting on them for no reason whatsoever except for the world being shitty and people that participate being shit. And that's why they would shit on, you know, shit everywhere. That's why they would shit on, uh, <clears throat> you know, anyone that disagreed with a mass conformity approach. How many times do we get this government approach? This government will be the this uniparty approach of the Democrats. How many times do they try to put this on all? You know, one size government fits all society. How many times do they try this over and over again? Because that's an extension of their satanic programming, which is simply society programming. Society and Satan are one and the same. And that's what it seems that people are always missing. If you can take what I've said so far in this podcast and really learn that, I mean, really see that, not just learn it, but really see it, then it would simplify the world's situation because you'd realize, well, there's nowhere I can go. There's nothing I can do to escape this ubiquitous global situation. And that's correct. The only thing you could do is get into agreement and alignment with the Most High God, your father, your true father and your true mother, and align with who you are and acknowledge who you are and recognize that there's nothing you can do anyway to change who you are. Who you are is who you are. And then when you get to that point then, you know, hopefully we will all start acknowledging who we are and realizing that it's not what they think of you. It's what you think of them that is reflected in the almighty view of all things, being omnipotent, uh, omnipresent as the Lord is. It doesn't matter what one of these peons thinks of you. You know what I mean? You can have, I mean, you know, the Lord says have a good reputation, sure. But if they decide to ruin your reputation through false witness, it, the, I think what Jesus was saying at the Sermon on the Mount is it really doesn't matter what they say about you. Rejoice, because they said the same things about the prophets who are the most revered of all. So, Please, you know, don't worry about what they think of you. Don't worry about what anyone thinks of you. It, they need to worry about what you think and what you're going to do and what you would say and how you will react. And unless and until they get that through their heads, they're going to be heading off the cliff in, with their little broken society as it is right now. It's going to go to total darkness because they can, not only can they not build, they cannot lead. You remember in Obadiah what, what, what the Lord said about uh, Esau, you know, Jacob I have loved, but Esau will be, the children of Esau will be as if they never were. Now that's, that's what the worlders uh, that is their karma. They will be as if they never were. Why are they the children of Esau? 
It's the same children of Cain, you know, the same ones, because they are not going to listen to the Most High God because they're not really sons and daughters of the Most High God. But he created everyone. Yes, he created everyone, but, you know, there, some people are just hardwired to be servants of society, of what, you know, the authoritarian, servants of the king, you know, conformed to the king, conformed to the the group, conformed to the uh, construct that is ruled by Satan upon the earth. They're just built to conform. They're made to conform. You can abuse them all day long. They don't mind being abused sexually at all. You can abuse them at four years old. They don't care. They like it. They, they, they spread it. Once they're indoctrinated, they spread it to others. Because that's how you, uh, by sexualizing the kids, is how you conform them to society, right? Because that opens their mind to the, to the, to the memes of conformity, to the, to the to rules of conformity, to the, to the hidden rules, to the real rules, to society's rules for success. It's just that simple. I'm glad I said it here once again. I probably did it today better than I've done it. And probably today was, you know, if you cut that piece of the tape out and keep that around, uh, that's pretty succinct about our world, about society, about the broken mirror, about the, you know, magic and witchcraft and, and, and sorcery and, um, a satanic ab- abuse. The, the, the problem, I guess, becomes saying satanic ritual abuse goes back to a term coined more or less in the 80s where people would say, well, there's false memory syndrome. Well, yes, the Satanists come up with the idea of false memory syndrome because they're all the perverts. So yes, when you start, when you start remembering <laughs> satanic rituals where children are getting killed and things like that, which... Um, you know, they say, well, that's a false memory. Um, you know, where's the proof or whatever? That's what they, they did this with that alien abduction as well. And they tried to say, you know, so I would say, go to John Mack, Pulitzer Prize winning Harvard uh, professor John Mack, and see what he had to say about alien abduction. I have no doubt it's it's... I have I do not have any reason to doubt his research. And um you know it's it's uh, society has kept many doors shut and much knowledge shut off from people because there's a lot of knowledge in what is taboo. You know which would be to talk about the you know ritual abuse of children in a gross fashion meaning it's a everyday matter-of-fact thing, um, you know, to, to not acknowledge. And, and, you know, as people start to realize, you know, that to wake up, they, they, they remember back to their abuse, you know, just like because uh, they, they, everybody gets abused, right? Everybody. So they remember back, and then they remember, well, what was the purpose of that abuse? And it could be verbal abuse. It could be bullying abuse, any of that kind of abuse. The purpose was to get you to conform to something that's unmentionable, to something where there is no rule book, 
to something that is hidden. But when you start getting it and doing it, then you get approval from people more and more. And that leads to success. That's really, there's, why complicate it? And if you are a child of the Most High God, there's absolutely no way you could conform to anything like that. It's, you, it's impossible for you. And a person like you should not be expected to, um, to conform. But just like they say, here's the, you know, one, the one government approach. Put a needle in every arm, including you know, six-month-old babies. And it's like, yes, but they don't have any chance of getting any disease. Put it in anyway! So, Okay, there it is. So people that join that, right, they're all the Satanists, right, who, who are members of that. They all say they're atheists and, you know, or, or occultists or what. It doesn't really even matter what they say about themselves. What matters is what you think, not what they say. What actually, nothing really matters about their lives at all because they don't have their own thoughts, They don't have their own words. They're basically mimicking things they've seen and heard or read or whatever. That's that's all part of the process of conforming to the group versus individual think. If you are a a thinker, then you know the biggest problem you've got is having people try to put barriers up so you can't think beyond certain points. So they give you a little box to think in, but go no further or bad things will happen to you. You start talking about this stuff, don't be surprised if seemingly unrelated things of a terrible nature could happen. This is what happens in society where there are people that they want to believe in the Lord and they want a way out. And they start talking about this stuff. They suddenly get very, very afraid because you see... They could get hit by a car tomorrow. They could have somebody mess up an operation. They could suddenly go bankrupt. Things could suddenly turn. They're very suspicious. And they're programmed to be told that if you stray from the party line here, bad things can happen. We're in here, closer in. It's safe, you see, in our beautiful society. And now it's being ripped to shreds by outsiders who are intent on reconforming you to their way by torturing you and have you accept the torture, by destroying your society and have you accept the destruction, by doing all manner of harm but ensuring that you have no critical thinking skill whatsoever or else you'll be punished. And it's now right in your face. The grooming of children, right? Because children are always a big thing in Satanism. The deflowering of children and the grooming of children to accept things that can't be mentioned. So it's like this whole other world of not mentionable, not speakable, but they get it as they conform, as they're trained Another good word, training. As they go through training, they get training wheels. And they get trained in the ways of 
society. They get trained in the ways of what works, what will put food on the table. And now all that training, just imagine what, what, what's going to happen when they finally figure this out, which don't worry, there's no danger of it today, of them figuring anything out. Don't worry. You, you still have time. You still have, can you imagine the chaos when they figure this out, what's been done to them? Can you imagine how pissed off they'll be if they ever figure out what's been done to them? That every single thing they had was taken away and they're told they're f- to not complain, but if they're going to have a bright future because of their sacrifice or whatever. Can you imagine when they figure out that the whole plan was to just simply trash them, you know, sully them, destroy them, break their will, break their spirit, then throw them in the garden, in the, in the landfill? It's just fill the bodies up in the landfill. Can you imagine what it'll be like when they figure out they were just shit out of a sewer and nobody cares about any of them at all because they were buried in the fabric of society and now that society is no longer, is, you know, is now obsolete. And so they are to be, in the words of God, as if they never were. So nobody cares about them. And nobody cares what happens to them. And nobody cares, you know, how disrespected they are. And you can see from all the talking heads on TV, more and more people disrespect the media. They disrespect the politician. They disrespect the doctors, the doctors. They disrespect the lawyers. They disrespect the universities. They disrespect uh, all the new pornography. The new pornography books about how to conform your children. You get these pornography books and make them read those all day long and then do likewise. You get them sexed, sexed up as long as it's not heterosexual. That's the new rule. That's the UN so you don't respect the UN. That's Davos, the WEF, so you don't respect that. That's the, uh, um, the Prince Charles, so you don't respect the Queen. Yes, Transylvania. That's the real rules, the real ruler, the real thing, beyond the facade. Beyond the facade. Nothing to respect. Nothing to see. No one to listen to. So what matters in the end is what you think. Not what they think. They are irrelevant to the future. And hopefully that'll help, you know, keep you sharp. And, you know, just it would, what I think matters. Yes, my opinion about them matters. Their opinion about me doesn't matter, is irrelevant, doesn't matter at all to anyone. Because they don't matter. Why don't they matter? They would have mattered, but they chose uh, to not matter. This is their choice. They made their choice. If they choose differently, then things change. But they didn't. So they are, you know, already irrelevant. Well, how could there be this woke thing and what Disney's doing and, 
you know, sexualizing all these kids and grooming and all this stuff. What's it all for? It's for perverts. What do you think it's for? It's for the adults who want access to the children. What, there's, what other reason would there be? I can't think of one. Can you? And how do those people get to be such perverts? Because their parents made them into that. Their parents sexualized them and did the whole thing. So this is mass abuse. You know, uh, I, there's a guy on our table goes, I was abused just like many others. Well, it's, it's not that I was abused just like everybody is actually more accurate. And some fall in line and conform, I guess the majority. And then some are the black sheep. And they don't, they're, you know, the, the free people. Uh, what they think matters, and they always belong to the Most High God, but not all of them figure that out. But when they do figure out who they are, it's just, is it important for you to know who you are? I mean, I think it's very important. If you know who you are, then you can stay out of a lot of uh, hot messes. Who you are. Who you are. Um, if you don't need Satan to finish your identity, to, to be the completion of your identity, then you are obviously, you know, um, you would obviously be a child of the Most High, which means you are um, set free by the blood of Christ, but you maybe don't have, understand that yet, that Jesus is God. Well, because Jesus is truth, life, and way, the only, the only entity that could be truth, life, and way would be the creator God. There could be no, there's no, no, there's no equivocation here. It's, it's, that, that is the definition, period. Period. There's no other way to look at it. And that's, it's narrow that way because God made it that way. When, when, when the Bible says, no man comes to the Father except John 14, 6, no man comes to the Father except through me. Uh, he means business. You know, that, that uh, he means, he means, skip to John 17 quickly, please. He means I and the Father are one. Period. There's no other, that's, that's, you know, I, you know, I am. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this. Before Abraham was, I am, John 8. He means business. You know, uh, there cannot be two truths and two ways and two lives. There's one life, one truth, and one way. There are not two ways. There are not two streams to go down. There is the world, which is basically default. It's not a way. It's a process of um, homogenization and uh, self-deception for the purpose of use by other beings, uh, which is what the human is, a slave to other beings, beings they can't see. So again, it doesn't matter what they think. 
or what Biden thinks or what the idiot Congress thinks or anybody in this country thinks. It matters what you think. Because you people that are children of the Most High God uh, you know, are rare, a rarity, but you're the only ones that are actually free, so you're the only ones whose opinion actually matters. And um, many of you are quiet. You don't assert your opinion. That's fine. You don't need to assert yourself or state your opinion or state... But you obviously have thoughts about things. So those thoughts uh, are very, you know, those matter. That's what matters. What do you think about a thing? So instead of worrying about what they think, observe a thing, and then, and then it's like, hmm, what do I think about this? And then if you want to bring God in, you say, hey, Lord, what do, what do we think about this? Well, it's evil, obviously. It's stupid. It's irrelevant. It's the typical mistake people make, isn't it? Oh, yeah, well, glad I know that. I don't want to make that mistake of uh, you know, you know, jumping in with the crowd. Right, because the crowd's always wrong. How, does, how do they make a lot of money on Wall Street? They bet that the crowd is wrong. That's how most money is made, because the crowd's always wrong. It's amazing how that is, how, how consistent that, that, that statement is. So now in the light of all this, you know, uh, so now that we know that every school, every public square, every national legislature, every doctor's office, everyone is beholden, enslaved to force you all to, you know, conform, to behave, to, you know, to not step outside any box. And if anything is a little outside a box, these people are there to remind you to get back in line. And no, they're not, they're not upset with Antifa or punk rockers or anybody else who's complaining about society or screaming or burning things down. They don't, that, that's, you know, that's, that's fine with them. It's people who have a a real thought, a real belief, a real understanding, and who operate accordingly. And those people, they feel they should be eliminated. Problem is, they can't find you. Why is that? Because they don't have that capability. If they could blame the whole thing on the black sheep, on the scapegoat, they would. You know, that's what, they, that's what they like to do, is find someone to blame it all on. Since they're always incompetent, they're always making, like, jabs, you know, medical procedures that just hurt people, because that's the goal of medicine, is to do harm to humans. That's what medicine is for, to do harm to humans. That why do you think there's a serpent and a staff? It, to do harm to humans. Why do they need a serpent in their logo? 
because they have to let you know what they're going to do to you. So, yes, pray for people that have to go under the knife, that are black sheep, that are not, you know, conform to this uh, Satan abuse, gang-stalking, gaslighting world. People complain all the time now, boy, that gaslighting is just so bad. All day long, the propaganda, yes, the externalization of the hierarchy, it's here. It's to show you what's been going on in private all this time. All these suicides came from that no one even talks about. No one even acknowledges. You know, and all the suicides coming out of the lockdowns and all this shit that they created if they need people to blame it on. So Trump, Trump supporters, they did it. You know, patriots. January 6th, it doesn't matter if there's any veracity. There's no problem with January 6th other than they made up a whole uh, lie about it and are actually prosecuting it and putting people in jail to try to blame it all on them. Everything that's wrong with the world is their fault. When the real problem of the world are the people conducting the January 6th meetings, they're the Satanists. They're the blood sacrifice. They're the warmongers. They're the people that are, you know, pining for, you know, more abortions, more wars, more more blood, man, more blood. There's blood in abortions. The, but the, the reason for the abortion is the, sacrifice, the blood sacrifice. Without that, uh, you'd have half the population fall away in power because they appropriate the blood to their power through Satan. That's why they want the abortion. It's, you know, to be, you know, yes, there is the the people with medical emergencies and all that stuff, sure, very rare. But, you know, this this insanity that, you know, the new push is get pregnant from some useless man so that you can have an abortion. Yeah. Try to have as many as you've had three abortions. Oh, yeah, woman, you're a real big hero now. And let's blame it all the people. We'll blame it on the Christians. They're the ones screwing it up. We should have hundreds, we should have 10 times more abortions now. Because what does that mean? It means success. It means, you know, buying a new house. It means getting a new car. It means, you know, getting that table at the restaurant. Having that respect. You, you take the abortion away, you... you Damage my whole plan. My whole successful life will be ruined if I don't have an abortion. And men, what's to do with men? Can men have abortions? Absolutely. It would be unfair that just the woman, which is not a thing anymore, could claim the blood. Now the men can too. It doesn't have to be your abortion where they get the power from. They just have to be down with abortion and then they get the benefit of that check every month. They get that check every month from abortion. Now, come on. That's the most basic one-on-one knowledge of the world you could possibly have. 
unless you're so stupid that that it's it's well that, that you need to be put out to pasture ma- massively executed you know maybe just sprayed with poison right i mean that's your purpose on earth isn't it to have abortion there's no other purpose that's how you get the nice house you know and then the, the po- right kind of politics and the right you know being on the right side of things it's not a left or right thing. It's just you know, it's the you know, the world way, the way of you know dirt, the way of flesh, the way of magic. Right, all magic needs sacrifice. All spells need a sacrifice engine. Rum, rum, rum. Right, death. Rum, rum. Death bleeding out. Rum, power. And now power up your engine. Go down the highway. Born to be wild. If you really want to take born to be wild at, at its face, you know, besides some kind of like, you know, you know, description of a circle jerk or something, if you really want to get down to what it really means, it's rip each other's flesh to shreds and eat each other's hearts. And now you're born to be wild. That's what it really means with any kind of sexual overtures or suggestions just simply being a, uh, what I would call a placeholder for the real deal, the bloodletting. The real deal is the bloodletting, not orgasms. (sighs) What are you going to do without me around? You need me. Because I'm going to Make you feel good. How's I'm going to make you feel good? Because I'm going to tell you that what you think matters. What you create matters. What you write matters. What you do, your life matters. And then do you say all lives matter? No, all lives don't matter. A, A lot of things we call lives are not lives at all. They're just robotic, uh sort of, you know, mimicking. He's trying to... Oh, he's got to be that... He wants to be in this section right here between the... (laughs) Ben's. Yeah, now Ben's is... Yeah, he could jump now so high... That he, like I told you, he flew over the bed. It's like king size bed. He flew over the entire thing and landed on Eli. He, 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 he actually, his paws didn't hit the bed. And it's just a puppy. I mean, I can't even imagine how fast he's going to be out there. Yeah, he's fast. I mean, he's yeah, he's got a long body. He's, he's. We thought he was a medium dog, and now he's turning out to be a big dog, right? Yep. It's okay. Big, strong dog. We can handle it. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Of course, I made a case for the, the maverick, the seer, the prophet. The artist. The filmmaker. We need filmmakers today. Because they're all, all the ones that are working now in Hollywood, they're all conformed. 
So don't expect to get anything but regurgitation because they've they've all sold out. You know, they've all signed on, and they you know Disney told them you want to make movies here, you got to sell out. Okay, here's the knee pads, buddy. Now go in that office and get going. <laughs> yeah. Well, sexual favor only gets you so far. Yeah, where are the dead bodies going to pile up? Anyway, so the hidden system. Run exclusively by organized crime. Run worldwide by one hive mind. And every person is tracked 100%. You do not need a tracking device, a phone, a computer to track people 100%. They already were tracked because they already... You know, they've, they've already been appropriated. You know, the all-seeing eye is not a, uh, you, you know, cause and effect situation. Hmm. Okay, Benz. Benz, don't put the wire in your mouth, please. Huh, Benz? <laughs> he just... <laughs> Ah, uh, so what that means to someone like you today is you go out there, you know, you worry about what others are going to think. I mean, you know, people do. What are they going to think about this? What are they going to think about that? What if I do this? What if I do that? It's really more like, well, what do you need to do? What would you like to do? How do you feel led? Where, Lord, are you taking me? What would you like me to do? I want to get an agreement and alignment with you. Where are we going? You know, and th- and, you know, going down that path is going to be the path that yields the fruit. Because, you know, well, faith without works is dead. Works without faith is dead. I mean, you've got to have, you know, faith and works, you know, things you would do. And it doesn't matter what someone else thinks about you doing it. It matters what you think. So please filter out all the naysayers and all the... They're always going to say no and caution and you might get in trouble. You don't need other opinions and you don't need permission. You, know, you have paid the price of being the, you know, the black sheep of the world and the price is you paid your dues already, so go ahead and exercise your individuality. You earned it. It was proven that that's what you are. This is child of the most high God. <laughs> um, the way you know that you'd be a child of the most high God, one way to know is um, were you gangstocked? Were you gaslit? Were you driven to suicide? Was it all your fault? Were you scapegoated? Any of those is a yes, then there's a possibility you're not a worlder. Now, let's not have that come as a disappointment. That means you're alive and you're well, and, and God calls you, what does Larry always say? God calls you masterpiece. You're his masterpiece. 
what you think matters to God and vice versa. What they think, say, or do doesn't matter to you or God, shouldn't matter to anyone. Don't tell me they always take an opposite approach 90 degrees. Don't tell me they always disagree. (laughs) I could call you all, you worlders, Job's friends. Remember Job and his friends? How stupid they were. Man, what are you doing? They try to get some mischief. You being naughty around my wires? Right, I know you want to chew those wires. You're not going to chew the wires. So that's kind of it for today. It's a little pep talk to, you know, to be. You know, to kind of like be yourselves because that's what God intended you to be. Not to be, you know, um, like that one or like this one or, you know, um, not to be a consensus builder. You know, who did the crowd want, folks? They wanted Barabbas. They want a Barabbas. Is he a thief, murderer, whatever, some derivation thereof? They wanted Barabbas. But Jesus was innocent. They didn't want Jesus. Crucify him. He thinks he's different, huh? And that's the way the world is. If you belong to the world, the world would protect her own, his own, its own. Meaning, they would take you, Barabbas. You're the worlder. They would save you, Barabbas. No matter how many crimes you've done. And the one who's done no crime, he must be crucified. In front of the whole world to make an example of him. So that no more of this ever happens again. One size fits all. Government for the people. Everybody take the jab or you're not getting a job. But the experts now say the jab doesn't work. In fact, causes health problems. I don't care. Take the jab or you don't have a job. Do you understand? Zig Heil! Zig Heil! You're going to line up in front of the firing squad. We'll line you up and shoot you. We'll get rid of all of you. We'll burn you in the ovens. And now Klaus is back again with the same program as Adolf Hitler. (laughs) Can't they do anything different? Does it always have to be the same? Bludgeon them into into conformity. Hammer them into conformity. Hammer them until they comply. Torture them. Starve them. Hurt them. (laughs) 
When does that ever end? It, it ends with Jesus. There is none of that with Christ. None of that at all, ever. What about the Inquisition? They weren't of Christ. What makes you think they had anything to do with Jesus? The Inquisition were basically Satanists. Period. Along with all the priests. Along with the entire Catholic Church. It's all Satan. Along with all the Protestant churches, all Satan. Along with the the real ruler of the churches, the Masons, the Jacobins. The Jacobins, the, uh, the rulers of Antifa and the atheists. <laughs> Just, don't you hate knowing all this? Don't you hate knowing all this? Let's play a song, shall we? Let's play a song. I'm going to be talking to Brother Thomas pretty soon. Speaking of that, I, I mean, I've been exchanging messages. We've, it's always, he's had this communication problem up in Utah for a long time. Yeah, and I'm remembering it now. Yeah, but we'll, we're going to have our recap. Don't worry. A little reunion. And uh, I'd like to hear what he has to say. I mean, you, you know, I'm looking at this civilization crumbling. I'm going, right, because if we go to D, right, depression, that's the end. I mean, that's, you know, I think everybody understands that the towel is thrown in at that point. Oh, they caused it, but they're going to blame you. So... You people in Christ, you're going to have to really, really align with God, you know. That's the only way. Um, I, I don't know of any other way, you know. Um, how strange. Hmm. I'm looking at my... Oh, very, very, very strange. Um, I'm looking at my... Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's very it's strange. I'm, I'm... Oh, I see. Okay. Well, I'm just trying to get a, a song to play here, and unfortunately it's, uh, you know, it's, uh, they, they got me on some kind of time limit. I, you know, there's been some mistakes I've made with, uh, with uh, you know, some of these, um, let's see if I can, uh, there we go, show it in the finder. Okay, let's see if we can show it in the finder and uh, open. See if we can show it in the finder. Uh, how do we get to the, find the finder? Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I can do this, but uh, I'm trying to find my music. Well, you see, it hides my music every every day. You know, it's like I have some music ready to go, and then it, it hides it. You know, so it's like uh, you don't get, you know, and then it brings stuff up that was there in the past. And you download your music, you know, and you, um, 
you, you do all this stuff regarding the music and you have control of your music and then you, but you, you don't, um, it, it's the strangest thing because it, other things come up and other things, you know, um, okay, let's see if I can do this. <laughs> ah, okay. Let's open that one. Okay, I'm going to play a little of this, and then we're going to... Wow. Who knows? Okay, I'll be back. Yeah, man. You gotta get this uh, Shabbat Shalom on, baby. Total relaxation. We're going too rogue here. In the name of the Most High, I certainly hope you're doing well. Welcome to the Zappy Park. Welcome to the Zephyr Board. There's such a thing as a cardboard town.
Yeah, if you, people that live in a cardboard town, I guess the thing is the walls are thin and uh, everything is a thin skin. Everything can get blown over. Everything can get burned out. Everything can get knocked down. It's very, very fragile, right? And it's lousy materials for building. And everyone hears what everybody else thinks and says. And, yeah, well, welcome to Earth. You don't like it? <laughs> There's quite a few people that hate it. But they don't really belong to the Earth. They're not worlders. Worlders are people that, like, if they don't get the right table in a restaurant, they get upset. You know what I mean? They, or their 50-yard line tickets or their, you know what I mean? It's a whole ritual of generational abuse, meaning, you know, clip the, uh, you know, the uh, synapses to the... Uh, the brain trust to make sure people think in circles. Wee, wee, wee. Look, the mobile goes round and round. Look at that old boy. It's something I can't wait to be at my 50-yard line ticket. And then I'm going to get me a hot dog and I'm going to get some beer. And boy, I'm having a great time. I'm having a, a real good time. I'm having a real, a real, real good time. I'm having a good time, aren't I? I'm having a good time. Don't you see that? I'm having a good time. I'm having a lovely time. It's been a lovely time, love. I'm having a lovely time. Were you to argue with me, I'm really enjoying it. I'm going to get my favorite beverage and, uh, you know, get my seat. And I'm watching the race races. I'm right there at the finish line. And my horse is going to come in. 
And if it doesn't, I'll be drunk. Who cares? Uh, but I'm having a good time. I really approve. I completely approve. Whatever it took to make this thing happen, I approve of all the people that had to be hurt and bludgeoned and made sick and split so they could then look like pristine society. I salute you. You gave me my pleasure dome. TV and food. And now stadiums are going to be built just to cool you off because we are so concerned about the human population. They're going to cool you off and you're going to get free food. Thanks to Klaus Schwab, they're going to get little uh, cricket burgers and you're going to love them. You're going to beg for more. Soylent Green is people. We don't care. Shut up. Soylent Green is people. Shut that asshole up. Get him out of here. Line him up and shoot him. Everything's perfect, Truman. Nothing happened. Ignore that light. Forget it. All right. Um... The Beatles had a lyric, living is easy with eyes closed, misunderstanding all you see. But the Satanist, i.e. Beatle, could only see one side. They couldn't see the whole thing. So they, they, they became the Uniparty. With their, you know, uh, and eventually led to uh, John Lennon's song, Imagine. Then Klaus liked it so much, he stuffed it up his ass. And now, they sing with one voice. They sing with one voice, and that is eternal life and beyond the singularity is only possible with 100% conformity to this world and loving it. And if you don't love it, then there is something seriously wrong with you. And, you know, that's got to be corrected in some way, shape, or form, doesn't it? Let's see if I've got something else. <laughs> Another prophetic song. It's hard for me to find, um, you know, there's a compilation. Oh, here's one. here's another one. Here we go. All right, folks. Well, the first hour, I think I hit it. Um, you know, I'm just saying the words that would have been so helpful if I had been a youngster and heard those words, that would have really saved me a lot of time and, 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 and a lot of energy. You know, I could have understood that uh, the mental illness they were accusing me of was, you know, because I wouldn't accept the world's mental illness, which is sick as can be. Sick mofo, man. Sick, psychotic, idiot. Don't be like them. See... <laughs> Eventually, I started understanding that what I thought mattered. What do I think about a thing? What do I think about this, uh, you know, any news item or anything? And I, I realized I've been going my whole life with, you know, do you like me? Am I doing the wrong thing? Am I saying the right thing? You know, that's all from abuse. That kind of thinking. I just want to fit, you know, the world is abused, right? And they try to fit in. And uh, 
to their own peril. You know, to their own peril. So um, with that, I leave you with uh, Shabbat Shalom. I hope this is, ends up being a, a great uh, day. Sun's coming up here in New Mexico. Looks like it's going to be another hot one, but enjoy it because the summer passes quickly. And try not to get too hung up on uh, all those horrible politicians. The saying all those stupid things about climate change. Unreal. I mean, you guys know it doesn't exist, right? There is no climate change, right? You understand that? Okay. All right.